Yeah, good thanks, mate. Um, yeah, been a been an interesting few weeks. Uh, I've been enjoying uh, off season uh, before I get back to my other venture in the world of football, D three, D four, in a few weeks' time. So um, yeah, it's been good, and uh, it's been it's been nice to see the new side for, for the Jills so far. Yeah, I um, I, I can hear your fan going off, going off in the background. <laughs> um, I think that's my laptop fan, unfortunately. It, it, it so. But that probably suggests how how extremely hot it has been. <laughs> I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see you are you are well though. Um, yeah. What 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 have you made of um what have you made of the of the week of duels? It's been it's been a busy week with three new signings through the door. Portsmouth on Saturday. Let's yeah. Let's start on, let's start on, on Friday. Obviously, Shay Alexander and and Jordan Green um, signed on a term. Yeah, I mean, um, it's positions we've needed. Um, I think most positions are positions we've needed this year. Um, I think it's it's a pretty good... I think it's good moves. Um, I'm a little... like I, I would say initially I was a little hesitant on Jordan Green. Uh, but then actually I went and watched some of his uh, video footage from... Uh, he, he actually used to play um, part-time for SE Dons as well, the YouTube team. Um, so I had a look at some of the footage from that um, and some of the footage from his previous time at Dulwich Hamlet in the, in the National League South, I think it was. Um, and yeah, um, um, I wasn't personally there uh, for the Portsmouth game on Saturday, um, but from what a lot of people have been saying, he was he was really good and, and really had Conor Ogilvy on the, on the back foot for a lot of the fixture. So um, he is definitely a player I'm excited about. Um, and, you know, it's it's no small feat to, to go on trial and earn a contract at, at a at a EFL club, regardless of who you are. Um, in, in the sense of Che Alexander, um, if I'm honest, not a player I know a ton about. Um, but certainly a position that we need reinforcement in, um, and maybe one that we could have benefited somebody staying that that went last year. Um, but you know, it for me, he's one of those signings where it's like you know, let's see what happens. Um, I yeah, I don't know if you have much more information on him, James. But personally, he's not someone I know. Uh, no, not really. Um, I know. Um, I know. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think he's a fantastic at this level. Uh, uh, um, I, I think it would be fantastic. Really, really. We saw like the right side kind of up on Saturday, um, um, and he looked a comedy. He looked a comedy. Um, and, um, and so, and then, or he then goes right, uh, and 
I will say though, it would be nice to get a new centre half. I think he's probably more accomplished from what I've, you know, from the limited amount that I I've seen of him. He's probably more accomplished in that right back role than he is the centre back role. So I'd imagine um, a centre back is probably something we'll be targeting. Then again, I would imagine that's probably what the loan signing of Elkan Baggett was about in terms of making sure that he was kind of the the person initially that I've um, that I would have assumed would be partnering Aimer. Um Although, from what some fans have said from the weekend, it didn't sound like he had the most positive debut for us in the friendly. Um, but then again, Ipswich fans, on like, when I mentioned on Twitter that I wasn't too sure and I was a little bit underwhelmed by the signing, they they um, they, they were all big fans of his. Um, so hopefully, um, it'll go it'll go well in that sense. Um, I mean, I'm hoping they're right to be honest. Because uh, you know, I'd rather him go well than go not well. But um, from what some have said um, for that particular signing so far, you know, one game doesn't really tell a player um, the whole way, does it? So you know, kind of need a bit more than that to to give us the difference maker there. But there's a uh, yeah, there's definitely a few positions as well. I think that we could probably have some reinforcements extra in. Um, you know, maybe another centre mid. Especially and, and certainly probably another option, maybe left and right, especially if we're going to play in that um, 4-4-2 that Neil Harris seems to seems to be most favourable of. So, okay, okay, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Owen, we've got we've we've got you in now. Um, good evening, Owen. Can you? I presume you can hear me. Um, yeah. Owen, obviously, uh, Shay Alexander and uh, and um, and Jordan Green were signed on on Friday to make. Uh, permanent contracts. Just give us give us your assessment of of them too. Uh, from what I read about Shay Alexander, a lot of Wimbledon fans seem to think he's one of those that will probably be more than good enough for League Two, but wasn't quite up to the League One standard. I think he played the vast majority of their games last year in a team which obviously you know did worse than us, which is saying something, I suppose. But I think to be honest, when I watched him on Saturday, I thought he I thought he looked pretty steady. I thought he wasn't really challenged too much by Ronan Curtis, which. You know, he's one of the most dynamic and exciting wingers in League One, but he didn't really get much change out of Alexander. He did quite well against him. Um, I think his crossing could be improved a bit. He got into a lot of good areas, but I think the final ball most of the time just was lacking a little bit. And I think if he can work on that, then we've got another great option down that side. I think he's someone obviously comes with bags of experience at this uh, at EFL level. I think he's going to be one where, you know, when we've got two options in him and Wright, I think we're pretty pretty tidy in that position. Now, obviously, Wright played centre-back on... Um, on Saturday due to injuries, but I think from what it sounds like, right is going to be primarily used as a uh, as a right back. So, you know, just having someone like him as a second choice is, is quite healthy. I think I'd like to personally see right in a centre back role more often than uh, than not. Given how impressed I was with him on Saturday, but yeah, I think Alexander did did more than enough, and it probably looks like he deserved his deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing certainly I was worried about. I don't know if you were worried about as well was the um, was was whether Jordan Green could ha- could handle it physically wise. Certainly, come up come up against league footballers. Um, I thought he did extreme extremely well on Saturday um, against a, a good Portsmouth side. Yeah, I think it is the first twenty twenty five minutes is probably getting used to back playing uh, men's football and getting 
kicked around, getting pushed around. Obviously, you're not getting that as much when you're playing five aside and with SE Dons on the weekend. But I think he acclimatised back to it really well. We, you know, he had that whole left hand side of theirs on in knots for most of the first half. Did really well. Did a couple of really good, really good uh, runs, really good touches, nice little skills here and now. I think he just looks like he was out there trying to express himself and enjoy himself, which he can do in pre-season from the and I think it shows that despite what some people might say about him, the fact that he comes on non-league, it's not as cut and dry as he comes on non-league so he's going to be useless. This is a player, I was saying on Space the other day, this is a player that he dropped down all the divisions that he did, not because of a lack of talent, but because of a personal decision and the fact that he didn't want to play professional football anymore. He got frustrated with the injuries he was getting and he decided it was best for him to take a step away. He didn't drop all those divisions down because he wasn't good enough. It was just simply a personal decision. And when you sign a player from non-league, for people who haven't been bothering to look at his story, they'll just assume he's another non-league nobody who we've picked out because our budget's tiny. But really, I think it might turn out to be one of our more astute pieces of business this summer. Yeah, um, David, you, you, you come back in. I think, I think the heat is getting to everyone's kind of connection tonight. Um, apologies if you... Uh, if you joined us for the first five minutes of the show and it was kind of all over the place with the audio and et cetera, um, I think I think the heat's got to it. So I think we're sorted now. I think we're, 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 everyone can be heard, um, which is good. Um, David, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you then. Um, did you did you manage to go on? Did you manage to go on Saturday? Did you did, did you catch the Jills at, at home? No, 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 no. I, I didn't manage to pre-third on Saturday, but I heard a lot of feedback from various different fans um jordan green especially uh, was was a name that i've heard mentioned a lot that he had a very good performance um i will say as well that there was a number of other i mean um i heard that shortfield as well i mean you kind of expect that from someone who's experienced in league one um a few others that that did pretty well i think um is it joe gabode that yeah like, uh, um he he, from what I've heard, uh, seemed seemed like, like he did um, within that as well. But yeah, I mean, it looks like we've made some good signings. Youth uh, in the academies, we, we were talking about at the end of last season. We wanted to see a little bit of a shame that some of those, uh, some of those academy prospects had moved on. Um, of course, one of them has, has just signed for a rival club. In fact, two of them them have signed for one caliber clubs um so uh that's not that's not ideal by any means one signed for a league one club didn't they and one signed for league two um yeah. but either way yeah that you know could have, could have done a job for us but i suppose um maybe they just didn't like he fitted into the system that we've uh, that he wants to establish and the kind of player uh that that's the kind of ruthless world of football these days, isn't it? Yeah, very true. Um, I mean, we went on Saturday. Um, obviously, I, f- I felt I felt it was a, a very harsh defeat. Um, in, in all fairness, um, I know you walked away from the ground and was like, "I'm taking that as a draw." Um, <laughs> but yeah, just give us your assessment of it. I mean, what, what did you what did you think of it? But the reason I said I'll take it as a draw is because when that goal went in, I think three out of the four defenders we had were youth team players. And then Akers was the other one who's not really been amongst the team. So I sort of just said as this. Because they're all kids, we'll let them off 1-1. But I think I think really we actually played quite well. I think there's a lot of positives to take from it. I don't think it's 
Yeah, we weren't, we weren't side at full tilt. We were probably going for it. They were just playing. We were trying to get this in, trying to create some different patterns of play, which I think we saw. Um, I think some players really stood out. As you said, Green, I think, did really well. I think Williams is quite, quite good. Alexander, I thought, was really good. Wright was probably my man of the match. I thought he was excellent. And uh, Joker Bode as well. I don't think he's someone that should be in, in and around the squad this season. But I do think he ran, ran around a lot. He was very brave in possession, took players on. He, he definitely went out there to try and prove a point. I don't think he's going to be quite ready this season, but I certainly see see something in him that makes me think at some point, maybe next season, that he, he, could, he could be of use. I think there is a player there, but I think he will need a loan. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the first half, I think neither team really created too much. I think we had you know, a couple of half half chances at best. You know, Kashkit put some good balls into the box and sort of drifted on as the game as the game went off. I thought I'd been disappointed in him to be honest. I wanted to see a bit more, but you know, so Gabode made things up and run up players did well. Williams and O'Keefe are fairly controlled, although you know it was O'Keefe's error, I suppose. It depends how you look at it. I'm sure O'Keefe will say the ball from real right was too heavy, and then. We're right, we're saying, why was your touch so heavy to O'Keefe, which allowed them, but I don't know who it was, the Ports have played an excellent ball, knife through, but I threw a defence and it was uh, finished off by Hackett. But I think, you know, in, in terms of the whole game, I think we deserve to get back level. I think it's one of them where, you know, I think Oli Lee, I think it does actually go straight in. I haven't seen it back. I thought he might take a nick at the near post, but it does seem like it went all the way in, which is good. Man, John, I thought, put himself about well, you know, nearly got a goal with that header from the set piece. It was actually a really good save from the goalkeeper, to be fair. But I saw a lot in our performance that made me quite, um, you know, quite happy. Gave me a lot to look forward to. It's, it's nice to see signs of different patterns of play and actually an identity about the team. Because you know, when we've been playing against Tunbridge, not Tunbridge, uh, Folkestone and Dover, we've obviously been playing without an out-and-out striker. It's hard to see real game plan was in terms of how we were looking to, you know, create patterns of play and where we wanted to go from there. Because we didn't have that focal point the whole time, but. Yeah, I think I saw a lot from us. That was given good reason for optimism. Also, because it's disappointing to concede the way we did at the end. But as I say, when you've got a back four, three, three that are in the youth team, and one that's only just got a professional contract, I don't you can really read too much into it. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, yeah, David. Obviously, um, you, you said you didn't manage to go on on Saturday, but obviously, with the with the feedback that you've heard. Um, it seems like it's an, it, it, it was obviously um, an extremely positive um, performance from the Gilles. Um but also um, a, a lot was spoken about the about the style of play and, and what I was most impressed with. Uh, and certainly, I don't know about you, Owen, but um, David, what have you what have you made of the complete change in style of play that Neil Harris has, has brought into this brand new Gillingham side this season? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, whenever you have um, potentially a range of systems and a range of styles of play that you're going to be trying to work out and say as you recruited best fit, um, I, I certainly, from what I've said, um, certainly sounds a lot better than it was uh, last season. And I'm going to be moving away from hoofball and a bit more to kind of, you know, some, I'm not saying, and, you know, we're going to Tiki Taka, but um, a little bit more, you know, controlled football and election and control of where we're moving forward rather than just, you know, lump it up to our, our expect them to, to do everything, um, which is just a completely unfair ask. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks more, more positive. Uh, 
um, from what I've seen and from what I've heard. Um, and I think it's just a case of let's see how this goes for tomorrow. Um, we host Crystal Palace, so that could be a real test um, that's going to kind of pressure us a bit more and see how we deal maybe uh, with that kind of pressure as well. But I think that's probably more of a, a challenge about our level, really, um, whereas obviously significantly above the level that Jill's are at. Um, yeah. But it'll be, be it'll be an interesting. I think the most telling thing will be who uh, Harris decides to select for that game, um, because I think that will really tell us who's impressed him the most from that opening game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously. You mentioned briefly about the, the, the goal that we gave away um, and it and it come from um, where the, obviously Jake Turner played it out to right. Will, Will then played a, a fierce ball into Stuart O'Keefe. He then obviously missed, missed time the touch. Um, but it was an exquisite pass that, I mean, if it happens in League Two, they're playing at the wrong level. It was such a good pass from Michael Jacobs. Um, but... What my main question is, is that do is it important that we do stick with that style of play, even if it is going to cost us at times, i.e. conceding goals? Yeah, I think it'll work out more often than not. And I've, I think it's good to see us actually being willing to play the ball on the floor and try and create little triangle passes and get people into movements rather than just hoof it and hope, you know, the day not ever gets his head to it and then go from there. I like to see, because when we were doing that last year, it didn't seem like there's any actual identity to it. it. Just basically kick off, hoof it. Hopefully we get our head on it first. If not, then never mind. But, you know, I think I think in reality that the goal, you know, if, really, if it's just a slightly better time pass from right, we're not in that situation anyway. I think it was just a bit of a, it's just ended up putting too much on it and then Baggett's not following his man and gets caught and, you know, they score the goal, but good teams will punish you like that. And you know, I think if we are gonna try and play expansive football, I think I played I saw us play out the front of back more times on Saturday than I think we did all the last speaks volumes about where Harris wants us to go this year and the style of play. And I think it is definitely worth going for that route because I think it's a lot more dynamic, it's a lot more exciting. I think it's a lot more you know, it gives a lot more potential to the wide players we've now got rather than the wide players did have last year when, when they were fit and the likes of McDonald and Lloyd when they were playing out on the width and carry all the two games he was fit for last year where we're hoofing them all the time we're just giving them nothing to go on whereas this season it looks like we are trying to utilise it every time we played those triangle passes the first thing we did was look for Jordan Green in space and see if we can make things happen and it, you know it's quite out of Jordan Graham in a way even though we were slightly probably 70-30 hoof ball that season as well but it just showed that if we do bring in players which we have done who can get the ball down and play that we can actually play some nice expansive football yeah very true very very true um yeah david if um if you could pick your starting 11 for the for the wimbledon game right now with the squad uh we had this discussion we're just going to put it to you because we had this discussion on our twitter space on friday night um and we we all selected our starting 11 for the first game of the season with the current squad at the moment. You can include Ryan Law if you want to. Okay. Who would you go for? Okay. Um, well, I think it's got to be Turner and goal. Uh, yeah. There's not a great deal of option there. So uh, let's chuck Turner and goal. I think we'll, we'll, um, we'll 
have Wright and Aimer. I think having can have Aimer as a bit more of a kind of stick back defender, which is kind of how he um with Tucker. And then you can have Wright as a bit more of a ball playing. Defender. Um, at right back, I think Alexander is probably the best option there. Right cast. Um, I would probably play a four four two because I feel like that's what. Um, so I okay. think then in the midfield, I don't don't think he starts games together because for me they play a really similar role. Um, he starts Williams with. I think he's a bit more of an advancing player. Um, so you go, you go think, Williams with Reeves in 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 the two, would you? Yeah, I think so. Reeves there um, because I feel like you need someone who's going to be more controlled and also someone who's doing the attack in a four four two. I think that that of or the the left mid and right mid kind of speak for themselves. It's it's the only option. So, um, and then, you know, I think up top, it's kind of it speaks for itself too, because yeah, I think you'd have to, at this point, you'd have to put Kashkin Mandra on there, but hopefully we'll have uh, another striker by that point, and maybe that, that, but yeah, for me, it would be that kind of setup in a four four two. Okay, interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting because the reason why I say that is that Harris hasn't yet gone with a four-four-two in preseason. Um, he's he's looked at the more the four-two-three-one with the with um, he did mention on on after Saturday um, that Ollie Lee was was brilliant in that number ten. Certainly in in the second half, I thought I thought in matter of fact, yeah, he had one of his best games in the Jill shirt in that second half. In a long, long time. I know it was pre-season, but he looked really at home in that number ten. Um, and it, 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 he, when he was, he was, put, he was putting that Portsmouth defence under real pressure with the, with the amount of passes and and his delivery was really, really good on on Saturday in the second half. Um, yeah. So Harris did did obviously speak to Ken online at, uh, um, after the Portsmouth game, and he said losing with the last kick of the game is not acceptable. We talk about pre-season and getting minutes and how results are irrelevant. They are to a certain degree. But how, however, players have to learn quickly and you have to do the right things in football. If they don't do the right things, they are never going to play in my football team. It's quite interesting. That is quite interesting a quote, isn't it? I mean, quite a damning quote from Neil Harris. Um, I know you mentioned it, it was three of the back four that were youth team players. Does that probably suggest to that youth team players that they have quickly got a lot to learn if they want to be a part of that that first team set up come the season. Yeah, and I don't think it's a particularly bad thing to say. I think if you're a youth player and you hear Neil Harris saying that, at least you can know that he's trying to get more out of you because obviously they have separate coaches in the uh, youth team. But obviously he's still looking at him. He's been very keen on putting a um, good amount of effort into the youth system, trying to bring some of them through. And I think it's definitely a case of when, you know, it's like I said, really, what. Much into the fact that they lost a goal, it's just one of those learning curves when you're a youth player playing against a, a team full of established EFL players who've been in the EFL for the majority of their careers. It's a di whole different ball game to play in, you know, on a Saturday against, say, Colchester's under 21s or something, for example. It's a 
a lot, a lot different to come up against. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of them where they'll look back on it and you know, they'll all learn from it because they'll know what it's about now. Yeah, very true. That is very, very true. Um, OK, let's move on. Let's move on then. Um, this afternoon, we added a, a new fullback um, to the to the Jules defence. Ryan Law has joined on loan from Plymouth Argyle on a season-long loan. Um, David, Plymouth fans are um, have given him rave, rave reviews um, about the man coming to Pritchfield. Um, yeah, what have you... Give us just your early assessment on on the deal. Yeah, I think it's a positive move. Um, Academy products um, made his debut. I think he made it a few years ago. Now um, in the EFL trophy, um, he played like if I remember between twenty twenty five times for them last season. So nearly half the season, he, he kind of made appearances for goals as well. Um, so if he's going to kind of make that sort of impact in League One, they can to make a similar, or I'd expect him to make a similar, if not, not improved impact in League Two, especially with maybe double the appearances. Um, maybe he's been brought in to be that starter, give us another option to push to Tondra a bit more, because I guess that's, um, that's you know, a lot of fans are not 100% pleased with Tutonda. Um, better competition. I, I think actually, if you look at a lot of the signings that Harris has made, it does what he's trying to encourage that competition. Um, overall, we're trying to get more and more players to kind of compete each other. Um, and I think that's pro- probably the mentality he's going for. But yeah, for me, this is quite a positive side. You know, half the half the games for that team that ended up in the top half, um, just missing out in a squad like that. Um, yeah. I, I think we're we, we've got ourselves a good signing there. Yeah, I mean, we obviously knew, we obviously, um, we obviously got told told about it on, on, on Friday um, or late last week that he was he was going to sign for us. He was going to arrive through the door. Um, yeah, just give us your assessment of the deal, mate. Yeah, it looks comes with Rage Reviews. I can't pretend I know too much about him. I've seen a few clips this afternoon of some goals he scored away against Birmingham in particular that quite good. A lot of people saying that he's uh, really good going forward. He's, he's decent enough at the back, but probably still got under a manager like Harris, you'd like to think he'll become more established on the on the defensive side. I think where it was clear to see that the left side of our defence on Saturday was mainly the issue because right and Alexander looked quite good and quite composed, whereas Tutondo and uh, Bagger didn't Looks so much, and obviously we've seen we've seen a lot of Sutton over the past years. I say to know that he's not the greatest defensively, and you know there are you know let's be honest, better options out there to go and get. And Ryan Law may well fit that category. You know, I was surprised that we've now got three left backs in. I think that means one of them's going to be on his way. I don't think it's going to be Sutton. I think it'll be a lone move for Acres, which you know isn't a one-eyed pick personally, but I suppose. In terms of Sutondo, you have to try and find a league, t- a league two or national league side he wants to take, but probably not as easy as it sounds. But I think with with Law, I think he'll he'll come into the building. I think he'll make an impact. I think having someone that can be quite dynamic and going forward and going back, much like Alexander's going forward, I could see us look quite promising going forward. Having that overlapping options as well with the two wingers we're, we're going to have, or one at the minute, but maybe another one if we can get one before the window. So. 
lots of positive everyone coming in. I think he'll be an exciting player. Look forward to seeing him. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you are listening in the free view, you're gonna you're gonna lose us now. We're gonna carry on for five or ten minutes. Um, yeah. James, I got a dip. Sorry. I got to go. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, yeah, David, we'll, ca- we'll carry on with you. Um, yeah. Obviously, Harris mentioned about um, first. Um, and 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 this was quite interesting. He he mentioned about adding to the forward line. He said we need someone someone else to come into that forward line. We have got Mika, we've got Scott Scott Casket, and we have got Ben Reeves. Obviously, Ollie Lee can play advanced as well. We've seen a lovely couple of touches from him. He's a goal threat, but we do need a couple of more players in that forward line. One certainly a centre forward, and probably a wide player as well. What do you what do you make of that of the comments from from Neil today? I mean, for me, they're, they're pretty accurate and I think they're quite obvious, actually. Like, when you look at all one left, one left-sided player and one right-sided player in the attack, two strong, you know, both offer different things, but neither one particularly prolific. Look at, like, their record over the last few seasons, so I can, I can see why that would be the case for me. Considering that I do at least have two, like... If I was in Harris's shoes, um, considering I'd have at least probably be looking for for a left winger and a right winger, to, or, or at least you know a left wing grand, someone who can play left mid and right mid as well. Um, just because one option either side there, McDonald, who's just coming back from a very long term injury as well, probably be a little bit apprehensive about just going for you know, another striker. For me, that's probably something that indicates that he would want to play in different formations. So I wouldn't be surprised if, um, as you were saying earlier with the fourth during pre-season, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if he's trying to get another striker in to give him another option to try and dump that formation. But he's having to play a formation that, that caters to what he's got with him at the moment. Having said that, if you're going to play that formation, you you, you are going to need that extra one. Um, and for me, I think that's more of a priority to get than maybe another striker um, as of right now. Nice. Okay. Um, to wrap it up then, David, um, we've obviously got Crystal Palace coming to Priestfield tomorrow night in an exciting um, pre-season friendly. Obviously, a lot of the senior players haven't travelled to, to Thailand. Um, so we might end up seeing... Um, Eze, Benteke, Zahar, um, to name just to name a few. Um, yeah, what type of test can this be for Jules? Can, can, an interesting question just to put to you. Can Jules take much out of this being obviously playing against the Prem side? They're not going to be playing against these level of quality players every week. Can they take a lot out of this friendly? Or, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? I think it's... It's a side that's quite direct. It's a side that's going to come at us. Um, and they, there's a few teams in, in this league that we're in now that are going to be teams that are direct and hit us hard. Um, they do have quite an impactive style of play. So actually, in that sense, I think to get used to teams that play in that sort of manner, I get kind of, you know, it's always good in preseason to get those minutes. It's always good to get that fitness. So I don't think these 
us as lower league teams play these Premier League teams because we, we think we I think there are so many niche things that we can get out of these um, these these play that I mentioned, but also to try new things. You're gonna have a team that's coming right at you. Maybe on the back to it, but maybe it's the time to try that four four two, try that low block, see how we can do in a low block instead, which will be a bit of a different style. You know, we've played a lot of teams that are either in a low. We've not played any that are kind of much higher. Um, we know kind of relatively offer Crystal Palace is a whole, whole different kettle of fish. So it'll be interesting to see what they can offer. The real question is, does this benefit them at all? Like in terms of us, it means we're, which means that our players are going to work their socks off. But are they really going to be that bothered coming to Priestfield? My, I, I would be more concerned if I was Crystal Palace than I would be if I was Jill's. Not but just because I think, you know, we probably get a lot more out of this in the long run than they do. Yeah, very, very true. Okay, great way to wrap it off tonight. David, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you very much. And um, tonight you've been watching the ME7 podcast as the Jules, well, they're doing no harms in pre-season towards heading towards that League 2 campaign. Well into double figures of signings now. We do need more, but we are getting there. We are slowly getting there. Um, yeah, you've been watching the ME7 podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are one away from 100 subscribers on YouTube. So we're not that far. We're not that far. Um, and of course... Someone go and do you, it now. Subscribe now. Go and do it. Someone go and do it now. And if you are if you, if you if you are watching, if you are still watching, remember, if we get to 400 followers on Twitter... I will be buying either son, daughter, niece or nephew a gilling kit in aid of my dad. So go over and follow us on Twitter as you tonight have been watching the ME7 podcast. Good night.